Hello everybody and welcome to another 11 p.m. nightcap. Got a nice big group in here today, including Landy, the beefiest, beautiful British beefcake. We've got Snowlit coming in and hanging out. Snowlit, how you doing? As well as Santhrakaze and Hubby Robert listening in. And Cat Minecrafter stopping in with a what's up, my friends? Hope you're all doing well today. I'm in a pretty good mood. We'll explore a little bit of that later, but as we get going today, I would like to share, uh, we do have a new today, uh, spirit that we'll be testing here on the nightcap. I've had this once or twice before, <clears throat> but they had a nice larger bottle of Cascade Blonde American Whiskey. Uh, this is pretty good stuff for the dollar. Uh, mix nice uh, mixed drinks. I am going to re-oak it, but I did want to try it um, uh, again, just completely straight uh, for flavor context. Uh, this is real smooth, sipping, double chill filtered, finished with water from Cascade Spring. Probably, probably the best whiskey in America. I highly doubt that, but <laughs> uh, that's what you get for marketing. The Cascade Blonde Whiskey is easier to drink than floating downstream. We finish our Blonde American Whiskey with limestone filtered Cascade Spring Water for a crisp, smooth taste. With that in mind, we're dedicated to protecting our waterways so the good times always flow. Come visit us at www.cascadeblonde to learn more. Uh, so this is from the Cascade Hollow Whiskey Company. Uh, this is from Genevieve, Missouri. And it does come with a neat little um, uh, little thing. The top of the stopper, uh, they give you a little pattern on the back of the bottle to make a fishing bobber out of it. If you can quite see that, we'll zoom in a little bit. If anyone out there is a big experienced fisherman and would like this bobber uh, when this bottle is done, let me know and I'll send it to you. But uh, they do say uh, you remove the cork, you cut a slice through it, and then you put a line through there, wrap it around the cork a couple of times, pull it taut, and you pull, pour a glass of whiskey, <coughs> cast your line, sit back, sip and unwind. Well, we're going to do the last part of that at any rate. We're going to sit back and unwind. So let's go ahead and crack this bottle open while we also say hello to Black Cat's Poppy. Black Cat's Poppy, back safe and sound at home. And Bill, how is your sliced up hand? Uh, did you stop your bleeding accident from yesterday, I hope? Robert said he would love to have that. All right, well, it is yours then, Robert. We'll go ahead and send that over to you when this bottle is finished. Courtesy of the Cigar Goyle Lounge. So let's hear, oh, look, this is neat too. There's a little, you can see the little logo uh, kind of on the top of it. See how they have that etched in there? Kind of fun. Uh, I feel like that's just a nice, Sort of a subtle little touch. Oh, they're gonna alter my white balance again. Come on, you. That's better. So let's hear a couple of butterfly blend. Blood of 
Didn't even start drinking it, Jesus. A couple of butterfly bandages and a normal band-aid. But there's still blood blasted all over the bloody place. Oh, Black Cat is so sleepy. Well, we'll give you some ASMR bottle uncorking right here. Ready for that perfect sound? Here it comes. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. got a little bit of a sweeter smell. They uh, didn't, obviously they didn't age this to full bourbon levels, but it, it smells very good. Mm, sm smells. Smells very good. So here's a cheers to all of you out there. Let's go ahead and have a taste. Yeah, you know, that's not super strong stuff. Uh, if anything, I would say it's a little bit on the weaker side, uh, but that is only 40%, so that's about 80 proof. Uh, so it's not anything super strong. I would say if you're looking for a bottle to buy for a party where maybe uh, you don't want something that's A, very expensive, or B, uh, super strong, maybe if you're going to make some uh, Manhattans or just some simple uh, mixed drinks, you know, they do have a, they have a, Recipe on the back for a Cascade Crush, which is 1.5 ounces of the Cascade Blonde Whiskey, some lemonade, and an orange wedge. Fill a tumbler with crushed ice, pour in the whiskey, lemonade, and garnish with an orange. Cheers. Sounds like a nice, uh, sounds like that would be a nice summer drink, especially if you're going to go out and just enjoy some fishing. Uh, just be, be out there and be peaceful. But this, uh, this isn't bad stuff. It's, it's pretty cheap. I think this was like uh, 16, about $16. So it's, uh, very close to the price point of mellow corn. I think honestly, uh, if you're a sort of a non-seasoned whiskey drinker, this is probably a little bit more closer to a, an easy palate. <sighs> Sounds like people trying to squeeze into a plane. Is that because you were recently on a plane and experienced the terrible, Flight. Um, tonight's topic, Santhakazi, is uh, about a hmm, an interesting encounter and experience downtown um, at the Detroit Anchor Bar. Uh, will be the topic. <laughs> it uh, was actually kind of nice. Um, Bill says it was Monty Python levels of hilarity. Yeah. By the way, if anyone uh, doesn't know, yesterday Bill, in the midst of a snack frenzy, because for all of his years on the planet and for all of the man's wisdom, he thought that because he had craving for sweets, a good thing to do would be throw all the sweets away. He then proceeded to eat everything in his house, lost it, went scavenging through his cabinets for some hidden fucking stash of Oreo cookies, smashed a glass, and then proceeded to just disintegrate his fucking hand and threw blood all over the place. Let that be a lesson to you. Next time, just eat the fucking cookie. <laughs> oh. 
Black Cat, you're thirsty because if you were on a plane, you're probably dehydrated. Drink some water. Drink some of that cool, crisp Colorado mountain stream water. Or as I like to call it, water from the tap that probably came from who knows where. Uh, yes, seriously fucksered up his dominant thumb. So is that why uh, when you went to go do writing today, you were like, oh, but people are coming in to have cigars. Guess that's the end of that. Senthakaze, how was uh, time out on the road then? I hope the roads haven't been too treacherous. Uh, I haven't really heard any uh, reports of any like super terrible uh, blizzard storms or anything out there. But then again, uh, I've been so unbelievably focused on work uh, to the point of not sleeping well and just a horrendous amount of stress. But part of the reason why I'm in a good mood today is because I had a major success and a major win at work. Um, things kind of clicking around, along really, really well. Uh, I'm very positive that I'm going to be able to get what I need to get done for this week. And then I'll have a nice long winter break uh, for some time you know, time to just recharge the batteries. Uh, I need it. <laughs> Cam Minecrafter loves a big fat W! Oh shit! Your truck keeps breaking. Is it the is it the same is it the same thing with with like the the oil? Ooh, that's no good. Eh. But yeah, a uh, a big fat win, a uh, big fat win. Um, got a lot to still keep getting done, but we're on this. We got this. Londy, now stop and. Londi, have you been peeing that whole entire time? So Londi stopped into the show and stopped into the chat room and said, I have to lurk because I'm going for a pee. And he's now just back. So I'm imagining the scene from the uh, original Revenge of the Nerds where Ogre goes to pee and it takes him like 10 minutes. <laughs> Those British boys, they really know how to hold their fluids. <laughs> Bladder of a camel! Oh, are you, play, are you playing Tarkov? These guys are all addicted to this fucking Tarkov game. Which, you know, I gotta, I gotta say, it actually looks kind of fun. <coughs> so I don't blame them. I, I keep coughing because I inhaled some Diet Coke earlier. So I have um, Diet Coke lung. Which, I'm now coining that as an official term. But... Uh, yeah, I got uh, a lot of work stuff going. Uh, I was so... Wait a minute. He didn't get an invite from Dan because he's playing with Bob. So he let someone else use his account. Well, then what are you playing? Him and that Bob Baghetti and that fucking Tarkov. I'm going to grab those guys. I'm going to grab them by their adorable little ears and just give them a... And just knock their heads together like coconuts. Does my lung feel spicy? Less spicy and more like it's full of cobwebs because it's got sticky Diet Coke in it. I'd like a nice, like, if it was spicy, I feel like it would clean my sinuses out. That might be kind of nice. Oh, I got Siege. You downloaded the game and everything. Well, I would, I would play with you, but I don't have a computer that does it. Better than pop, what the hell is popcorn long? 
<laughs> I love a good spicy lung. What the fuck are you talking about? You're talking about like when you eat spicy food and then you're like, and you get like the vapors. Not like the old school 1920s, the vapors, where anytime somebody was like, I want to deal with this shit, you could just claim you had the vapors and then just go lay down. Can we still do that? Can you just claim? I'm just going to start doing that. Man, I think, man, I got, I got the fucking vapors. Then I, I got to lay down, everybody. <laughs> Cam Minecrafter doesn't know what she's talking about. She took three exams today. What were your exams? And did you do you think you did well? I am, uh, like I say, in a similar approach. So the deliverable that I have to get done for the end of this week, uh, we did some good progress on that today. And I stayed a little bit late uh, after work. I didn't really get a good workout in at all. And uh, as it turns out, I needed a nap because I slept again for crap last night. So I proceeded to pass out in my comfiest of comfy armchairs in front of my nice electric fireplace and dozed off. It was perfect. Um, Cat Minecrafter got all A's because she is a pro. How can you be a pro exam taker? You're not getting paid for it. You can't claim you're a pro until you're getting paid for it. Isn't that the, isn't that the way it works? You can't, like... You could say you're a pro dry cleaner because you're getting paid to do that. Black Cat wants me to look up popcorn lung. I hope this doesn't get me banned off Twitch with like naked pictures and shit. But we'll try it. Oh god, this looks terrible. <clears throat> oh, it's just like a bronchitis. Got it. You have to call it like a weird thing. But you know, I get it. Um, I, I don't blame you though, because this is what, bronchiolitis obliterans? That sounds badass. Dude, if you're going to make a black metal band, or like some sort of like Norwegian death, like, I'll call it bronchiolitis obliterans. That sounds badass. That is a condition that damages your lungs' smallest airway and makes you cough and feel short of breath. It's sometimes caused by breathing in a chemical used to flavor microwave popcorn. But other chemicals or lung illnesses can also cause popcorn lung. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that, but that is kind of funny. When you have popcorn lung, <laughs> what causes popcorn lung? The chemical that gives this condition its nickname is diacetyl. After workers at a factory that packaged microwave popcorn were found to have bronchiolitis obliterans. More often than other people, some companies stopped using it as a flavoring, but it's still used in some electronic cigarette flavors in the U.S. Many e-cigarette makers state they aren't using it in their products, and its use in e-cigarettes is banned in Europe. Oh, that's great. Another uh, common cause is... Acetylide, a chemical found in the smoke from marijuana and some electronic cigarettes. It can damage the lining of your mouth, throat, and stomach. Other chemicals that can cause popcorn lung. Metal oxide fumes from welding. Formaldehyde. Sulfur dioxide. Uh, ammonia, chlorine, nitrogen oxides, hydrochloric acid. Well, Jesus. Sulfur mustard, a chemical weapon. I mean, mustard gas. If you get exposed to heavy doses of mustard gas, this is probably going to be one of your least... Well, I don't want to say the least of your worries, but... 
that will just fucking disintegrate you altogether. Uh, so I guess don't inhale your popcorn. Uh, what did we learn? Make your own popcorn. Don't use microwave popcorn because you'll get bronchiolitis obliterans. Seriously, start a metal band. Thermite, can you start a metal band? Aren't you in like Norwegian, Greenland, Iceland or something? <laughs> nope. Well, you're in some country that probably has good death metal, so start a band and call it Bronchiolitis Obliterans. You hate popcorn ceilings? Why? Wait, you're talking about... That's not the ones where it's like stippled. Isn't that a different thing? Are you talking about the ones that they have like in doctor's offices where it's got like all the little holes? That gives you the heebie-jeebies. Used to look like you belonged in a metal band? Well, what do you look like you belong in now? Uh, John, a John Denver band? <laughs> Why? How on earth does that ceiling give you the heebie-jeebies? Is that like the thing where people can't stand the sight of like honeycomb? One of my one of my dearest departed friends, Rachel, she could not stand the sight of like a honeycomb. That thing, like it's it's like a name for a thing, but that configuration of like the little hexagons, the fucking it, it would give her the willies to the point where she would like physically cringe and or cry. Can't Minecraft her likes smooth ceiling. She likes to touch my ceiling and be smooth. How often do you go up and touch your ceiling? <laughs> Thermite. <laughs> Thermite said this. I'm not calling it. He says, I look like a moron that is teaching other morons how to drink trenches at the moment. Anytime someone says they're a moron, it reminds me of the fucking movie Top Gun. Where it's like, this is Klaus. He's a moron, but extremely vibrant. He only understands what he reads from the Washington Post. My favorite ceilings are industrial ceilings. I like industrial ceilings with exposed ductwork and cool pipes and all that sort of stuff where they have like the neat Edison bulbs and everything else. Like those are my favorite ceilings. I don't care if it's fucking hipster or not. They're cool looking. Okay. I touch my ceiling whenever I find myself standing on my bed, which is more often than you think when I'm throwing shoes at bugs on the floor. What on earth? That is the most... I would have thought that of everything that I know about you, Cat Minecrafter, you... you would have been the one that loved bugs... And like danced around with the bugs or something with dancing with the bugs. Not standing on your bed and throwing shoes. You know what the best type of ceiling is? It's the one without any holes in it. That's what Cat Minecrafter said. She said she likes this nice smooth ceiling. But you know... You know what they say about holy ceilings, right? It's the best way to receive the gift of God. <laughs> also known as thunderstorms on your head. 
So the story that we're going to share for the second part of this episode, I have to make a few things clear before I share it. It is funny. It is a funny story to me only because of the out of placeness and slight awkwardness I felt at not realizing where I was. Um, it was otherwise, to be honest, a slightly endearing, um, a slightly endearing experience, if I'm honest. And there is no grudge or malice or hatred or anything like that against the, the people that are involved. And possibly when I tell the story that will become clear why I'm giving a little bit of a disclaimer. So outside of that, and we have a few more minutes that we will just chat here before we get into this particular tale. Does anyone else have anything crazy going on this week? Um, any traveling or anything like that going on? If you do, um, I know a lot of people who have right now the regular flu. Um, so whatever your thoughts, predilections, or whatever may be with COVID, be aware that the regular flu is going around and apparently pretty bad. Um, so watch out for that. And obviously if you start feeling sick at all, stay home, tell work, tell whomever, and, uh, try to rest and get better. Cat Minecrafter is throwing a Christmas party. Uh, any particular style or type of Christmas party? Is there going to be dancing at this Christmas party? Thermite says, now that I have to drive across country two times a day, realize how much I hate driving. Do you have a lot of traffic there, Thermite? Like, how how far is driving across your country? How long does it take? King, uh, King Dinosaur, stop in with the, hey, I made it. I read that and tried to read that in a King Dinosaur voice. King Dinosaur, good to see you, man. How you been? How you doing? I've missed you. Yeah, I'm curious to know how long it takes you, like, to drive across your country. Do Is it, like, freeways, highways? Or is it, like, surface streets that take a long time? It's two hours. One-way traffic. It's not that bad. But it's so boring. Well, if you're bored, you can go back and listen to all of the previous episodes of the Cigar Goy Lounge podcast, because there are hundreds of them. So if you're bored, you can always call those up, or uh, potentially come up with your own songs, and you could uh, sing us some songs. I'd be very happy to play audio of you singing some uh, beloved songs. Uh, maybe you have some yuletide or or national songs you'd like to sing and we could play those at the beginning of the stream you seem like a guy who would not want to ever sing for anyone ever which is why i say that just a christmas party with the elderly around my house because they don't really have any family around so just food and maybe some dancing if they're up to it oh that sounds nice though that actually sounds peaceful good for you i'm sure that i'm sure that will make their season I know especially a lot of a lot of elderly people 
with COVID and this and that and the other, couldn't go to a lot of those sort of gatherings, family gatherings. And like, that's, I mean, I feel like a, a thing, especially a lot of people when you get older and you're not either working or going out some, like, you know, you look forward to that as like a highlight to the year and to have that be kind of uh, stripped away is, is uh, very sad. Black Cat is tired, but is still in the mood for singing songs. I'm not going to sing any songs today. If you redeem fish heads, I'm going to refund your points. I'm not in a singing mood. But I am in a happy mood. All right, let's drink another drink. And podcast folks, you're going to take a little bit of an earlier break now. Because I'm going to get to a little bit of a story about an adventure downtown. Be right back. All right. So, several years back, we had a group of folks that I used to work with that I still keep in contact with. And we occasionally get together for a expat get-together where we all meet up and have some drinks and laugh and talk about what we've got going on and network and all that sort of stuff. Which is nice because, honestly, they're some of the coolest people. And... I think it was kind of a testament to that company that they actually had uh, such a great group of people that were working there, even though the the company itself kind of, the, the people were great. So we continued to get together, and we often tried to pick places that are either a little different or somewhere downtown, you know, like... You try not to just like go to an Applebee's. You try to go to like a, a, a smaller place or some place that's, you know, a, a little more, uh, I don't want to say historic to Detroit, but kind of. And so one summer day, I think this was probably about June or so, we uh, decided to get together for one of our little expat parties. And we went to the Anchor Bar that is in downtown Detroit. It's right down sort of uh, near the heart of Detroit, near the river. And especially if you go up on the roof, the roof has like uh, a separate, in the place is like two bars. There's like a sort of a bar and a restaurant downstairs. Then if you go upstairs, there's another bar and there's some great seats and like those little like railing benches around the outside of it. So you can have drinks and you can watch the city and the people move her and you can watch the sun kind of go down over the river and everything else. And it's just kind of a nice, kind of a nice atmosphere. It's pretty cool. So we decide, Oh, let's go there. That'll be, that'll be a, a nice visit. So I think we ended up getting there like five o'clock, right? So we get a nice big table downstairs at the restaurant cause we're all going to eat. So we have some dinner and have some drinks, and then it's, all right, you know, this is becoming more of like, I don't say like families and stuff coming in for dinner, but now we're just going to have drinks. So we transferred our tab upstairs, and we went to go upstairs because they play some music, and again, it was nice. It was like a beautiful, kind of a beautiful uh, Michigan summer evening. It wasn't too hot, wasn't too humid, so we're going to go upstairs, and we're going to have some drinks. <clears throat> 
And this was a Friday, by the way. So this was a Friday. And again, we didn't want to take up a lot of the space down near the, the, the prime bar seating downstairs. So we decided to go upstairs. And again, very nice. Uh, sitting up there, beautiful sunset. We're, we're having some great drinks. And uh, they were playing sort of like some classic rock. And then we started to not necessarily laugh, but they started playing, you know, more of like some, like, I hesitate to say club music, but stuff that was a little bit more of a dance music. And we're like, oh, well, you know, it's Friday. They're probably going to cash in on the, the younger crowd that sort of comes around. But we had a table that was sort of uh, the roof of the place was sort of a two-tiered kind of structure. So they have sort of this main area and then you sort of go up a few steps and there's the bar and then you go up a few steps over to the side and there's kind of like this trellised off area near the side of the building where they have like some green, you know, plants and stuff like that. And then this nice large table. So we all took the, the big table that was over there. And so we're just having some great drinks and having a nice time. And at one point I get up and I go to get a drink at the bar and this guy this next to me, he's like, oh, you know, uh, what, what kind of whiskey are you drinking? I was like, oh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I'm just getting Knob Creek, you know, you know, nothing, nothing super fancy, but you know, it's just a nice, it's all, oh, you know, I, I, you know, uh, I keep meaning to get into whiskey and, and, you know, I'm just looking uh, you know, I'd love to have somebody just tell me about whiskey, you know, sometime, you know, I, it, it's a, I've, I've always been a vodka drinker, you know, I, I can't really handle a whole ton of whiskey, but, uh, I'd love, you know, to just have somebody tell me, you know, about some of the really nice whiskeys that are out there. So I was like, oh yeah, well, you know, Knob Creek is really good. And, uh, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> uh, so like, oh yeah, you know, Knob Creek is really good. You know, a lot of people will go for like Basil Hayden, but you know, that's, that's a little, I don't want to say cliche, but it, it, it can be expensive for the dollar and there's a lot of other nice products out there. So, you know, cheers. I get my drink and, and go back to our table and we're, you know, again, hanging out, you know, music's kind of, you know, playing, we're just having a great time and, you know, place is starting to get more activity now because now it's moving into the rest of the evening. And, uh, <laughs> one buddy looks at me and he goes, there's something weird up here that I can't put my finger on. And I was like, what's that? Now, again, we're getting a little drunk at this point. So I'm like, I start looking around I'm like, wow, there's, uh, really just a lot of guys up here. <laughs> and then he goes, why is everybody wearing, like, everybody's wearing tank tops? <laughs> and, uh, I was like, oh, shit. It, it just turns into a gay club at night. Fuck. I'm like, I, I had this in the back of my head. I, so, <laughs> we had other drinks that were coming, and, um, 
as we go to finish the drinks, the the other guy sort of comes up, and it was the the same whiskey guy. He's like, so hey, you know, I was just wondering if uh, maybe sometime you'd want to go out and have a whiskey. And I have to be honest, um, not being necessarily someone who gets himself picked up very often at a club, I found that uh, very flattering and endearing. So I said, hey, uh, you know, I really appreciate that. I said, but I, you know, I'm, I'm already seeing someone, but I, you know, I really appreciate it. He's like, oh, th-. he's like, you know, well, thank you so much. And, you know, hey, maybe we'll see you back again sometime. I was like, yeah. And... I have to be honest, this was a good looking guy. Like, <laughs> and I actually felt like I got some dirty looks from some of the other guys. <laughs> and so anyway, I go back to the table. I was like, we should, we should go like this. Like it isn't that I necessarily have a, a problem with this being a gay bar, but like, I feel like the seats and everything else were just not, you know, this isn't our thing, you know, like I, I to- totally slipped my head that I think at about eight, eight thirty, eight thirty, nine o'clock, it's primarily, uh, you know, turns basically into a gay club. So <laughs> we paid our tabs and, uh, as we're walking out, our one female friend, she looks around. She's like, "Man, I, she's like, I didn't know there were so many hot guys here at the, you know, at the anchor bar. I got, I got to start coming back here more often." I'm like, "Yeah, about that. <laughs> um, keep it to down." <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, look. Flattery is flattery, right? The, 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 so the one server, as we're sort of paying and leaving, he, he kind of comes over. I was, a, I don't want to say one of the more collected and sober of the group, but he comes over and he's like, you guys didn't really have, he's like, you know, you guys didn't have to go. Like I said, well, like, I, I know this is a, like the music and everything else, you know, we, we just were a group of people that used to work down here. And we didn't want to take up space at the bar downstairs. And it's not that any of us really have a problem with that, but I just feel like, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where if, if people are looking to, you know, get together and that sort of thing, you know, I, I don't want there to be any miscommunication or hurt feelings or anything. And he's like, that's very sweet of you, but you're welcome back anytime. I was like, you know, cheers. So the, yeah, as we're leaving, I'm like, man, I'm starting to feel self-conscious because, man, there's, like, just all these really nice, like, very athletic, cut-looking, very nice-looking young guys up there. And the only thing that was a little comical to me about that was that I swear almost every single one of the guys was wearing a tank top. I don't think there was a single guy there that was wearing a shirt that was covering his shoulders. And I don't know why that struck me as funny, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's flirting and I guess selling sex like anything else. Right. But, uh, it, it really was, uh, honestly, 
I mean, it's a, it's a cool place. It's a nice place to go. And the people were very sweet. And, uh, like I say, I, uh, got, I, I feel like, well, was to this day quite flattered that I got, I got hit on and basically, uh, asked out on a date by, by a really good looking guy. Um, you know, and he was, he was very, he was very polite. And, um, yeah, we, when we've gone there now, like we, we ended up, we did end up going back to that place again. Um, but we, you know, didn't, didn't, didn't go upstairs, uh, like that on a Friday. Uh, like I say, again, it doesn't have a problem with it. It's just, you feel a little awkward. Uh, you know, you're a little out of place. Um, and I don't know. I, I feel like that's like, you know, it's not bad, right? Like I, you know, it, it, it's just sort of like, uh, you know, like if you had some, I don't know, it'd be like walking into a veteran foreign wars party and you're just like, Hey, I'm just here for the free drinks. And like, yeah, but dude, you're not fucking part of the, <clears throat> Bill used to hang out at a dueling piano bar in the West village in the nineties. Awesome time. Yeah. I mean, like they're playing some good like music mixes and like, Dude, the, the bar service was fucking on point. The drinks were great and everybody was just like super friendly, <laughs> which usually uh, a lot of times uh, I'll say like in, in Detroit, it's weird. To, like the winds have changed. There's days where like everybody's just crabby and then there's some day, there's days where like everybody's like super nice. But like that place, like everybody was like super chill and like super cool. Yeah, man, you know, kind of actually... Well, I like to have stayed. It's nice. It was like a beautiful day too. I could say the it's clear sky. There's like no humidity. So it was like a beautiful evening out. So, perhaps uh, go to the city uh, and check the schedule of the place that you go to if it is a larger, more popular establishment, uh, just in case. Bills girlfriend at the time had lots of quote unquote theater friends. Uh, I also had a little bit of, that's another story for another day. Uh, a theater girl that I sort of met. I don't want to say hooked up with, but hooked up with when I was there in New York and, uh, she was a theater person and there's an interesting group of folks. That's all I'm going to say about that. Black Cat was flattered when she played the dead body by a couple of serious necrophiliacs. I didn't know it was so prevalent. They're like, wow, you're so hot as a dead body. How does that work? But like, if you say anything, doesn't that ruin it? Because then you're not... But you know, polite flattery is polite flattery any way you slice any way you slice it. So, like I say, I thought that was sort of a, a an endearing experience. It was only amusing because of the oh, whoops. Um, but otherwise, uh, you know, it was just uh, another adventure in the city. Um, good time, good drinks, and. Uh, I hope that fella went on to find somebody very nice to share some delicious whiskeys with, much like I have 
the fortunate benefit of sharing some whiskey with all the rest of you. So, cheers. And that's like, it's like, um, it's like there was a, a so speaking of piano bars, we, we had a, a, I mean, she's still a friend, but she doesn't really go out so much anymore. I know she's married and has kids, but always for her birthday, she used to like to go to these piano bars. Uh, there's a place outside Pontiac before Pontiac just turned into a complete shithole. Uh, there was this piano bar, it was like JC's Key Club or something, and uh, she always used to like to go to these piano bars and, uh, you know, do that on her birthday. And honestly, that was, a, I mean, that's not normally a, a place I would necessarily go to, although at the time I was younger, so I feel like maybe now I would enjoy it maybe a little bit more, but anyway, um, <laughs> I got in one night. Uh, got threatened to be beat up uh, because I don't know why, but I had this corduroy like sports coat. I was like, had like jeans and boots and whatever, and I had really long hair. And I come out of the bathroom and I'm walking out of the bathroom down the hallway, and this girl grabs the front of the lapels of my jacket and pushes me against the wall. And she's like, You have like the sexiest fucking style like do you want to get out of here and go somewhere it's my birthday and i'd love to get a happy birthday i'm like thinking to myself oh shit and that's when her brother and two other friends came over and basically grabbed her and pushed me away and was like what are you doing like and then she starts yelling at them she's like i really like him and so anyway uh, that sort of devolved into a little fight amongst them while I went back to our table, uh, to have drinks and watch the pianos. I think she ended up throwing up somewhere down the hallway. Uh, Santrakaze is stopped for a minute. Well, take a deep breath and embrace some minute zen. Let's breathe. King Dinosaur says, that's the hottest story I've ever heard. Uh, I mean, kind of. And, like, she, she was a good-looking girl, too. Uh, and I was like, oh, wow, finally. Like, I'm getting, like, totally hit on and picked up. Like, But apparently, uh, either she was just incredibly drunk or whatever, or who knows, but that uh, didn't didn't turn to anything, which is very sad. Uh, Kaze comments, but yes... It's broke down for the same reason, and now we have all kinds of warning lights on the dash, so a tire is slipping now. Oh, jeez, be careful. Please be careful. I won't worry about you. <clears throat> Dear Penthouse, I never believed it would happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that's like the only time, like, just the lapels... She's like, oh my god. I'm like, whoa! Jackpot! Blah. So, I think that same evening, that same evening, 
Um, there was another, I think it was one of the servers, and he's like, normally I don't do this, but I just wanted to say, I think you're incredibly attractive. And if you'd ever like to go out sometime, here's my number. It slides a little piece of paper. It's like, man, I'm killing at this place. But like, one of them is on a team that I don't necessarily want to play for, and the other one threw up all over herself. <laughs> now, I just sit down here in my blanket outhouse in the basement and drink. <laughs> Life is very grand. That's all I'm going to say about all of the rest of that. I think all of that, like, like you say, flattery is flattery. It's always, you know, I don't know, I guess it's nice to feel wanted, so. <clears throat> it was like that. I couldn't believe that. I was like. And like, I used to, I used to like, you know, I really used to let all of my beard and everything grow in. And then like, uh, I had really, really like, I had really long hair. So I would always like, I would always like sort of tight, pull it back. Like, uh, you know, sort of like, I want to say Steven Seagal style, but, uh, I used to, used to always pull it back and took very good care of my hair. So it was always like really shiny and lustrous and. Those days are long gone. I don't think I, I would look terrible with that now. Uh, you know, I used to be, I used to have more, uh, what's the word for it? Not uh, aquiline features. I used to be just much thinner all around. And uh, I think, you know, it sort of looked, I almost looked mm, more like, like a, I don't know, Thomas Ian Griffith features, just more, a lot more lean. Um, but yes, Black Cat, very much sadness. Um, <laughs> but memories, happy nonetheless. So that's the main story for the day. Uh, you know, the, that when I was talking about the uh, trip downtown the other day and talked about uh, knowing where I was at, for, for some reason it clicked in my head, the anchor bar down there, and that just reminded me, oh, I have a story about that place. That is not the only story I have about that place, but you will hear the sequel. You will hear The Anchor Bar 2 uh, on another day. That story is a little more... Mm, let's just say I feel less proud of the second story. <laughs> Black Cat. My screen is black. I can't make the comparison. We know your screen is black. <laughs> what? Why? Did you turn video off? Hit the thing that turns it on to video. Or did you break your phone? Or uh, are you pulling a curly and you're like, I can't see, I can't see. Like, why, why, what happened? My, my eyes closed. And then Mo hits him. I miss the Three Stooges a lot. Three Stooges is like prime comedy. Speaking of, they had like this DVD collection of it for a long time that I wanted to buy it. And you know I was looking around and trying to find? I want the complete Kojak series. But like they don't have that on like Blu-ray or anything. In fucking Amazon Prime, Amazon Digital, they have like 
season three, like some random episodes, like son of a bitch, you know, this is the one thing that I will say still occasionally drives me nuts about digital video purchase shit. Like, man, I just want all those in my library so I can watch them, but you can't get them. And so then I went online and looked for the like DVD and they have a, a DVD copy and the reviews are like, it's a great show, but it's a crappy presentation. Like, man, I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars to get some transfer that looks like it was from a worn VHS tape. Like that sucks. Like, come on. All the rest of these shows have like Blu-ray transfers and everything. I mean, for fuck's sake, I got my dad the whole entire series of Barnaby Jones. Do you even remember Barnaby Jones? Fucking Buddy Ebsen, who looks like he's 87, even though he's only like 54. Fucking the whole Quinn Martin production. They have the whole entire series of Barnaby Jones on DVD that was transferred pretty well. But you tell me I can't get Kojak? Horseshit! Black Cat broke all of her shit. You mean all the replies are double? Maybe people are just, maybe it's Jacob Tutu and everybody's just saying shit twice. Santarkaze is headed to the company yards in California. I hate being stuck in California. I will cheers to that. I also hate being stuck in California. California has like the worst fucking airports, the worst fucking traffic. Like California is like concentrated ultra potent diarrhea surrounded by just awesome countryside. But like, I don't like being in California either. It's no fun. Yes, Barnaby Jones, poor buddy Ebsen, rest in peace. Quinn Martin was pretty good. Just refresh it, Black Hat. Just do a refresh and then the double replies will stop. Poor Black Cat. It's either that or you're just so tired you're seeing double. So, uh, yes. Anyway, that was the story. I loved, I loved the, I loved that Bill had the spider sense tingles. Yeah, I should have, um, probably should have picked up on that right away. But that's, uh, that's called bourbon fog. (laughs) The worst people, always negative. You would think that living in a state that has the beautiful weather that California has, with the access of stuff that they have access to, that everybody there would just be happy and sunshiny, and lovey, and they are fucking not. Not. Click my teeth. Not. (laughs) Yeah, man, 46 years in New York. Right stimulus, wrong conclusions. (laughs) You people are soft. You like discipline. All right, let's finish our drinks, and I think we're going to call this yet another episode in the bag. I, uh, for as much as, like I say, I feel relieved about work and everything else, um, 
mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausted. So I definitely need to get uh, some good sleep. <laughs> the weather always sucks here. What are you talking about? I mean, I don't know. Like, you want to see pictures of what it looks like here? <laughs> it looks like 20 degrees in like... Looks like God used the fucking state as its toilet paper. Everything is just brown and slimy. <laughs> Black Cat, I think getting some water sounds like a great idea. I'm going to have a nice cup of some Yorkshire gold and get myself some sleep. Uh, but everybody, hydrate up. Get yourself some rest. Drive safe. Uh, be careful standing on your bed. Uh, don't throw shoes at house centipedes. Uh, have, uh, have nice holiday parties. Drink some delicious Welches. What kind of Welches though? It's just grape, right? Just Concord grape. Oh my God. Don't, don't say it. Grape juice. Oh, grape. At least the air is clean, Senthrakaze says. Have you smelled Detroit? I don't live in the nice northern countryside part of Michigan. <laughs> Got a six-pack of little bottles so I wouldn't drink a half gallon at once. You moron, you'll just drink all the bottles and then you'll just have excess trash because you're still going to do that anyway. You're just going to look at the rest of the little bottles and be like, oh, I could just have one more bottle. You know what's going to happen. Come on, dude. Just have more. Or what you'll do is you'll you'll resist and resist and then you'll finally not be able to resist anymore and then you'll, in a frenzy, as your hands are shaking, you'll go to grab one of the bottles and then you'll break that and then you'll get a grape juice infected cut and then it'll turn into Grape Man the arch enemy of corn man. <laughs> Black Cat's Poppy loves corn man. I think I would get you the corn man like figurine, but I think it's like $800. Don't get infected with grape juice. So that's going to do it. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. As we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit. Get yourself some rest, hydrate. Be careful out there.